Welcome, everybody, to episode 18 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. And that makes me Chris. Uh, welcome. Th- welcome back. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. We don't have, you know, big news to share this time. Don't we? Maybe we do. You have to wait till the end to find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I guess we're trying it out. Uh, trying what out? Continuing our podcast every week. It just feels better. Even today, which is a holiday day, so it doesn't feel like a real day. Still feels like the weekend. It did. I thought it was Sunday half. The day. <laughs> um, nope, it's Monday, which means next week's only four four days, which is awesome. Well, this week. Next week. Yeah, is I'm next sorry. week. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I like about three day holidays. We you get three day weekends. You get three weekdays in the weekend, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, it's like shorter, which is awesome. Right. It like it pays twice. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. So thank a union member today. Unions all corrupt. <laughs> For giving you um, things like Labor Day yeah. and eight-hour workdays and yeah. laws that children can't work, things like that. In this country. Right, probably. And yeah. not on a farm, because they can work on farms. Right, but hopefully their working conditions are a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, you would think so. And also, because people always say, thank a union member. And while I am a union member, are I you? didn't do any of the fighting for that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you can thank me if you want, but... I, thank the people who um, are no longer with us who worked really hard for that. Yeah, you get a similar thing with when people find out you're in the military and they're like, thank you for your service. And you're like... But you did serve for sure, four years. But you're like, I didn't have to fight anybody. <laughs> so it feels weird. I mean, it's fine. People can say it. It's not bad, too. It's just I, talking to other people who've but been in the helped. military. You who, flew all over the world and set up their computer network so that they could... Sure. Things. So do we thank people from <laughs> Dell who set up computers or for the government? No, or? they get paid for it. You didn't get paid for it. I got paid just a very, very small amount. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the military. Oh, good. Uh, Chris had a freak out today. I, uh, so, okay. So Chris, kind of. Chris was a Marine or is a former Marine. I think I'm saying that correctly. Yep. You have to say it correctly or they freak out. They don't freak out. How dare you? I'm not freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, we were watching this television program uh, called You're the Worst. Which I think we both enjoy. Yep. I think it's fun. Yep. And one of the characters on there is a recovering. Um, he's he's back from serving in Iraq. He's got PTSD, so he talks about that a lot. And he was in the army. Right. And he was in his army uniform, and he was talking to other people who were supposedly former military. And he said, "I trained in Camp Pendleton. Where did you train?" And Chris almost lost it. <laughs> like I had to pause it for him to breathe slowly. Because who trains at Camp Pendleton, Chris? <laughs> The Marines do, okay, and right. so we let some Navy train there as well, but it's definitely not an Army base, so yeah. it's a little annoying. Just get your facts right. <laughs> anyway, whatever. What are we talking about today? Well, I thought first we could open our mail bag. Mail. Yeah, we had a few pieces of mail. A lot of people are like, yay, 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 and clapping and saying happy things. Yeah. Um... We had a bunch of them. I, we don't, I don't think there's any we really need to read. The one that stood out to me was somebody who said, what I've come from infertility is that, or what I've, for my friends and everything, is I, she said, infertility is dumb. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that was what the big takeaway was, which I agree. It's dumb. It's dumb. Um, so it's dumb it and yeah. random and unpredictable and dumb. So. And what I took away from this is another person who said that she really likes Cat Corner. That's what you took away? <laughs> <laughs> no, I took away the dumbness. It reminded me a lot of what I would take what I take away like when people say when, when we the when Persephone passed away is you there's nothing to say about it. It's just it sucks, you yeah. know, and it's such a simple way of describing it, but it's it like encompasses that's all you can say. What else can you say? You know, mm-hmm. it just sucks. So infertility is dumb and death sucks. That's the big reveals for this, this episode. Yeah, I guess we can just close up shop right now. All right, uh, have a good week. We'll see you next. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for the well wishes. Yeah, everybody that's out there that's send us. I know we don't get back to everybody. There's a lot, and we're oh, all I both lazy. Say, so. I will say two things. Um, people that I know personally, um, and they sent me little messages that said, welcome to the club, because they are also moms of twins. And so I thought that was kind of cool. Because it is a very unique um, experience, although now it's more common, as I've been reading about, which we'll get to later. Okay. But I thought that was kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't know That's how I awful. feel about that, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it out there for now. But as I was saying, we do read every message that comes to us. We see them all. We just don't respond to them all. Sorry about that. Um, but thank you very much for sending them out there. So. Yeah. That's okay. it for the mailbag. 
All right, that was easy. Yeah. Uh, and now we're gonna have a little infertility in the news. All right, uh, where do you want me to start? I only have one. Oh, that you had two. Oh, yeah. just this one, right? Yeah. Okay, so you sent me a link from the Independent, which uh, I don't know what it is. Do it's I. on the internet, so it has to be correct news. And it says it's from the UK, so I trust it more. <laughs> Because they're all better writers because of Shakespeare, and they no, all legit, sound I trust smarter. any UK news more than any USA news. Really? Some of them are really oh, bad. Oh, for sure. Some I don't of them care. are really trust bad. Trust it more. Okay. <laughs> so, like the Huffington Post UK, you, you trust more? That's connect. No, that's like a, a branch of the same. It would be like Fox News UK. I would not trust them more because they're in the UK. Uh, anyway, the sent, what you sent me says, Italy's Fertility Day campaign encouraging baby making is provoking an angry response. So, first of all, let's go back. Okay. That Italy is having a Fertility Day campaign. That's and cool. why are they doing that? Because... The article says because the oh, birth rate has dropped so much. Much like most of Western Europe, their birth rate's under sustainability, correct? So, for everyone who might not understand what that means... Oh, sorry. What does that mean? <laughs> so, if it takes... Uh, if it traditionally takes two people to have a child, and you have less than two children, your birth rate is... Your population's shrinking. Okay, so let's that's back up. So you're saying two people, it takes two people to make a child, and you have less than two. Right. Your population is shrinking because you've created one, but you will both eventually die. Right. That's what you're saying. Your population is effectively 50%. Okay. Which is one. <laughs> so if you create, if me and you created one child, our population right now is zero. When we had Persephone, it was one. Population rate, anyways. Okay. And right now we have no children, so it's zero. Right. If we had twins... We have two. Our population is breaks effect- even. It breaks even effectively, but there's still no population growth there. Right. It's just you're breaking even, which is fine. But Italy, much like most of Western Europe and other places, it's under two. So that means it's under. That means they're not reproducing at a rate that they can continue to grow their population. Like their population shrinking, and it's been this way for like 50 years. And so, I understand that. But I, what I don't understand, and we'll get back to this campaign in sure. a minute. But what I don't understand is like. Why is that a bad thing because of immigration? Well, do they not have as much immigration as we do? Uh, they do. According to a certain fellow, <laughs> it's running rampant and people are just coming into this country every five seconds. They do have a lot of immigration. Um, some countries over there have like 25% immigration because they've just decided to take in a lot of refugees. Mm-hmm. But it all depends if you want to reproduce your with your native population or with refugees immigrants not just not just refugees so part of it's probably cultural like well yeah the idea of because a refugee hopefully is able to bring their culture with them so they don't completely lose their identity because they even though they lost their country right right um and so if you're reproducing at a rate where you're growing you're growing people who are also sharing your culture yeah, I mean, it's weird here because we're like a melting pot. We have so many different cultures and we embrace that. But We should play that song. We should have got that song. Right? What was that? The melting pot song. I don't even know that song. It's from um, Schoolhouse Rock. I don't you remember it, it, I guess. You should it up when we talk Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you're like Italian, that's a culture. You yeah. know that culture, even though it's Sicilian and there's other ones. Um, but if you're French, if you're German, those are cultures. But if you're losing people that identifies that culture and instead supplement it with people who are identifies different cultures yeah you're losing your culture pretty much so i understand that um anyways so they had a fertility day campaign this is what you want to talk about i do because (laughs) it's things like it's posters and i don't know exactly what they say because it's in italian okay so it says la bellezza la bellezza non ha eta la fertilia si so that's female, women or women. And something must be time because this, there's yep. a woman holding her belly yep. and then holding a time um, a, a hourglass. Yeah. So it says something. Like time is running out. You better that's start having. Kind of what it is. I think it means. I think this basically says say yes to fertility or say yes to procreating, kind of. <laughs> Which, if you're going to have a campaign, sure, it's fine. But there's so much wrong with that one particular post. I know that's pretty bad. So much wrong with it. <laughs> And I don't know if they had any other poster examples in the article. You'd have to scroll down. Uh, they, they, oh, yeah, they did. Uh, What's this one oh say? No. Oh, no. Made mistakes. La fertila a un bene comun. I don't know. This one just has water dripping out of a faucet, I think. Which we could break that down to. It would be pretty it, sweet. It could be very symbolic of This one I liquid. like. Look at this one. There's a baseball bat. Is that a baseball bat? It's a smiley face ball. 
But there's feet in a bed, basically. I so this one is straight up encouraging sex. sex. With apparently you put a baseball bat in the woman's butt. That is not a baseball bat. Isn't that? That the, is a smiley face ball. I thought the, uh, no. the edge with somebody wrote a smiley, no. smiley face on it. You just see baseball be. bats everywhere. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that says. Genitori Giovanni. Il modo migliore per estra creativi. <laughs> uh, it probably says somewhere, but we don't really know what they mean. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's. I have so many problems with this. Number one. Okay. Especially the first one is shaming women in so many ways. First, (laughs) older women can't have babies. And yes, once you have menopause, of course you can't because without very amazing medical procedures, you don't have any eggs left, right? But you don't have to be 20 to have a baby. Right. Number two. It's okay for a woman not to have a baby. It is. it is okay for a woman to make that choice. Motherhood is not a necessity of being a woman. Motherhood doesn't make you a woman. Completely agree with you, unless you're running a campaign to try to get people to get pregnant. <laughs> but I think this is what I think this campaign sucks. Is what I'm trying to say. Sure, I can understand that. I, I think. And calling it Fertility Day. What about the millions of women in Italy? Maybe that's over exaggerated. <laughs> but what about all the women who've been trying for years and years? Who can't have babies because they have infertility? I don't think that's over exaggerating. If, it, if it's approximately one in five <gasps> have issues, have fertility issues, then that means there's plenty over a million. So this campaign makes me very angry. I can see how this campaign would suck if you're a woman struggling in infertility and you yeah. everywhere you look on the subway or something, there's a woman with a freaking. Well, not only that. Again, piece. I don't see any definitive thing that shows me a man in any of these. He's right Maybe here. Maybe they're his feet. Those are definitely his feet. Wait. It's not for sure. Wait, what's happening here? Is this person upside down? This person right side the up? One is on top of the other one, obviously. But this person is facing up. Yeah. I thought, oh, <laughs> for some reason I thought this person was supposed to be on top. No. Which would be weird. Sure. Um, that, I'm just saying, their position sucks. No wonder why they're not having children. Their position sucks. <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Yes, I understand your... Putting con- it all on the... It, it, there's so much wrong with this campaign. Yeah, I understand that. I understand your concerns with this, and you know what? Yeah. So I was very highly irritated when I saw this, for yeah. lots, and lots of reasons. I look at it more from a, I don't know, geopolitical stance where they're sure. like, we and make need it about children. That. Talk about our growth rate and our birth rate. Don't blame it on women and, sh- and, and age shame and... Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll buy that. <gasps> One of the other reasons why they're having a problem is that they have a pretty large unemployment right now like their economy's not great oh so if your economy's not great you don't want to have more kids i mean you have the time to have more kids but you don't have the money to pay for right. more kids yeah, yeah so that's another reason why their fertility continues to drop so um interesting enough since we're talking about fertility do you know what country has the highest birth rate i do not uh where would you guess if you had any sort of would you guess anywhere um see how racist you can be stereotypically <laughs> i'm gonna say china china I don't know why. China has because a policy. Because billions and millions of people. But they have a policy, a, a two-child oh, two policy. They do. Yeah. I thought a one-child policy. Well, they changed it. Oh. It's now two. If you have a girl the first time, you can try to have a boy. Oh, right, right, right. Because yeah. the boys are obviously better. <laughs> I know. They're going to run into problems, too, where they... they're Anyways. Um, yeah. No. Really? You'd say China? Just because of that. There's so many people in China. Sure. Yeah. But China has a very strict stance on, on pop, pop reproduction. It's actually Niger. Or they have almost seven children for every woman. <laughs> oh, those poor women. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's a place that I'm sure they don't use birth oh, protection sure. and stuff. And um, yeah. yeah, Somalia is really close. Uganda, they're all over near six. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of kids per person. Because you remember, that's not six per, per person. That's what it means. But really, there's probably a woman who had three. So another woman had nine. Another woman had one. Another woman had eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they're all in Africa, basically. That's what okay. it looks like. Okay. Um, I wonder where ours is. I didn't even look. It's like one point seven or one point five six or something like that. But with our um, immigrant and stuff, I don't think we're in danger of losing overall population, right? The only thing we're in danger of is idiocracy. We're in danger right. of smart people not reproducing. <laughs> Don't be producing too much. Correct. All right. So that's that. (laughs) What else we got? Is that it? Uh, That's it for the news. Okay. Thanks for letting me see that. That was kind of cool. What's next? Okay. Uh, Well, it's Cat Corner. 
Cat corner, cat corner. Meow, meow, meow. Cat corner. By the way, the like 12 people out there that were like, oh, I love cat corner, Chris. Sorry, Chris. We love cat corner. Yeah, you can keep that opinion to yourself. Thank you very much. I would like... It would be awesome if everyone who listens would, even if you don't like it, would just email us and tell Chris how much you like Cat Corner. And then send me, me a, so send me a picture of a cat dressed in an army uniform and saying they went to Pendleton. That would be great, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just kind of want to see a cat dressed in an army uniform. Uh, we don't have a Cat Corner this week. We do. I just have stories. I have stories to share. Okay. No. Oh. He doesn't want to come over. He doesn't come over no. during Cat Corner. He only comes over after Cat Corner. So uh, we've had um, my dad. We've had your dad. Over a lot this week, um, Grandpa Brian. Okay. To do a lot of housework. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so it got me thinking about um, how unhelpful Zelda is when he is doing projects. <laughs> and then, so anyway, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my dad and okay. the cats. Okay. So as a lot of you, maybe you don't know, maybe you do, but Zelda, um, we got Zelda like a year ago, last summer, and she's been basically a therapy cat for me. Not that I don't love our other cats too, but she was, um, I don't know, it has helped me. Anyway, Zelda has. And uh, Zelda's favorite person, I think even more than me, is my dad. Like he comes over and she gets really excited. And I, I do call him Grandpa to the cats. I don't know if he knows that, and I know he listens, so I hope that's okay. But I'll, I'll say Grandpa's coming over, and she'll, she'll seem like she knows what that means. She's a cat. She doesn't. She does. Um, so anyway, as he was putting together the entertainment unit that Chris bought at least a month ago. It was more than that. It was like two And usually ago. I put together the furniture in, in this household, which I'm happy to do, but right now I'm not supposed to lift stuff. And uh, like he got the entertainment stand like right before or around egg retrieval and stuff, and so I couldn't do that kind of thing. And so it sat there. That's for a really, really long good time. excuse. Hey! <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a really good excuse. You are now shaming me for not getting it done because of my, all of my medical procedures when you could just do it? I am busy. <laughs> Okay, that's my Sorry, let me re- 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 restate. That's a really good reason. Okay. Is that better? It is, but I still know what you mean. <laughs> okay. So anyway, he finally, or finally, I finally asked him, and I said, can you just put this together? I can't really help you much, but can you just do it? And he was like, sure. And so I came over to do it. Um, Davis was still living with us, so he was very helpful also laying on the couch as my dad was putting it together. <laughs> And, but Zelda was real excited because there was boxes involved. There was new things to sit on and jump in. And But my dad was very patient. He, I was like, should I put her away? He's like, she's fine. And then today, um, I bought a new faucet a few months ago for our kitchen. <laughs> and it sat in a box for months. See, that's what happens when we buy stuff. It just sits in boxes. Well, what makes it worse is Persephone was about one and a half. And our kitchen faucet broke. Okay. And my mom and I were at a garage sale, and we found this other faucet. Okay. And we bought it for, like, $5. Continue. And then Dave put it in. So for years, I've been meaning to replace the kitchen faucet with an actual nice one. Oh, I see. So that one we've had all this time has been a garage sale one. Yes, that's why it leaked for the last about a year and a half. I didn't know that. (laughs) I mean, I knew it leaked, but I just threw a towel on it. It's fine. (laughs) Right. So now we have a, a nice, new, pretty faucet that my dad put in. Thank you. And again, Zelda, it was like the best day ever for Zelda because the sink was open, the under the sink was open and she, he would climb under there and she'd go with him. And <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah. And then I have a sad Zelda story. Oh no. Zelda is very tiny. She's tiny grown up cat and she likes to walk by your feet. Right? She does this to you, I'm sure. Chris? Or is it just me? No, she walks near my feet. I generally don't break stride. So she goes flying a little bit. <laughs> sure. Uh, and so she was walking at my feet, and I didn't really realize it. And my foot was walking, going forward, and her head was moving, and they collided with each other with with such force, it, like, stung my leg. And it kind of sent her a little bit flying, and then she kind of ran away and hid from me for a Aww. while. You know. And, and then I walked by her later that day, and she ran because my feet were coming. Oh. <laughs> She's terrified of feet. <laughs> so now she thinks... So I think all day yesterday, or the day before, I think it was yesterday maybe... She thought that I was being mean to her and my feet were an evil thing that just tried to hurt her. Yeah. When really, she walked into my leg. But that's the George Carlin joke. Is It was about dogs, but also for cats. 
when you get up in the morning and you like or at night and you're going to the bathroom and you accidentally kick your dog the dog doesn't know you can't see in the dark it just thinks you're being a dick (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the cat's like stop why'd you do that to me (laughs) yeah and we don't talk about battle cat enough so i thought of a battle cat uh cat corner okay so again we had our roommate davis he has now moved out so we'll probably have less davis stories but um davis made it his goal to become friends with all of the cats <laughs> and zelda of course was to be his best friend right away it's interesting he wanted to become with friends with the cats but he didn't give a damn about me whatever <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so yeah zelda was bffs with him right away neo it took a couple of days but then they were fine with each other and he'd headbutt him and stuff like he does us but Battle Cat is a whole other story. Yeah, she don't like people. She doesn't like people. She just likes me. <laughs> and so, like, often when cats don't like people, and, like, they're laying in the living room, and people come over, they'll run away. Battle Cat? Mm-mm. She don't care. It's her house. She's going to sit in her spot, and you're going to leave her alone, or she's going to hiss at you. And then probably swipe at you and <laughs> call you a bit, yeah. So that's just a little bit about Battle Cat. Yeah. She likes us a whole lot. She has been getting... she. I made her... Actually, okay, the seat that Amy sits in during podcasts... Is usually Battle Cat's seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just flip the, the cushion over because it becomes cat. Hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where she sits now. And then mm-hmm. whenever I bring food down, she sits up like a dog. And she sits on that seat looking at me, expecting me to feed her. Because usually I give her a little bit. And she's so far eaten everything. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what it is. She, she tried a little bit of a carrot. but She did? Yeah. But she didn't eat she the whole thing. She can't digest carrots. Well, she doesn't fucking care. <laughs> she eats everything. <laughs> she sits up, and it kind of annoys me that when I come down to eat, she sits up like she's expecting me, like it's I have to feed her now, <laughs> like it's expected kind you of a thing. Her. And yeah. she's 14. She can have a carrot. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was like a week before he moved out. Davis was very proud to tell us that Battle Cat let him uh, pet her three times. <laughs> that three was the number? Yeah. The fourth was got the hiss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he did meet his goal, I guess, before he left. Yeah. Of all our cats, Neo, I think, is the most confused by when we give him food. Oh, for sure. He's always confused. I wouldn't say that, because remember Prometheus was terrified of broccoli? That's true. Current cat. Sorry. Prometheus died. Um, But, yeah. So I gave Battlecat a little roast beef, and then I saw Neo sitting over there. I was like, oh, he would probably want some roast beef, too, right? He's a cat. They like that. I gave it to him, and he looked at it. He looked at me. He sniffed it. He looked at me again, and he took it, he jumped on the floor, and he looked around like he had a, like a catch, <laughs> a prey, and then he just kind of ate it from there. <laughs> He's very strange, the way he eats stuff. And he won't eat cheese, really. I don't know why. Yeah, well, Zelda won't eat meat. It's true. We have weird cats. Yeah. Hmm. Also, you know, just a little public service announcement. You're not supposed to feed your cats people food, mm-hmm. as like we've been talking about. But they really <laughs> like it. <laughs> You're just really not supposed to do it. But she's 14. She's earned some food. <laughs> I just food. want to put that disclaimer out there so that people don't think, hey, uh, they do it. must be totally fine. Yeah, you're not supposed to, but we do because we love our cats. Because <laughs> <laughs> we spoil our cats. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now I thought we could jump into the stress level scale. Oh, sure. That's fun. How you doing? I'm at about a three. Metachlorian level. Really? Oh. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever anticipate a time within the next nine months you won't be at a three or higher? Let me tell you. Is three going to be your minimum? If ultrasounds go well, I have that whole day and the whole next day where I don't feel any stress at all. (laughs) So you're approximately 36 hours of, okay, and then after that it goes straight downhill. Yep. And then it will get better also when I can start feeling movement. No, it won't because you'll just be like, oh, it hasn't moved in a while. Well, as long as they're moving. But when they stop to sleep, you'll be like, why isn't it moving? You'll like punch your stomach <laughs> trying to get people to move. <laughs> um, all right. I, I'm fine. I'm Bob Ross. I, I, don't, I got nothing going on. I w- we should go back and, and uh, keep track of how many times you weren't Bob Ross. Because I think it's like two. <laughs> right? Well, that's me. I know. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> okay, we're going to introduce a new segment. We call this thingy, right? Uh-huh. Alright, I just played another Weird Al song for you because you love Weird Al, but why did I play that song? Well, we're going to start talking a little bit about books. Oh, cool. I just, I'm reading books. 
Well, we're going to talk about pregnancy books. Not reading those. Okay, you take it away. <laughs> when uh, women who have been pregnant before uh, or, or who are preparing for having a newborn or what have you, people recommend books and or you want to read books and there's a ton of them out there. Tons of them. Yeah, there's a lot. I think I should write one. They seem like easy sells. I haven't. I was thinking about this myself, too. <laughs> and I was thinking um, that eventually, after I read some of these books, that I will have like a book review, and I can give the lowdown on what I think of this particular book. Okay. Right now, I'm not. Re- well, I do have a book review, but I don't. Have, so, what brings me to books is as soon as I found out that there were twins involved, I wanted to find a pregnancy book about being pregnant with twins. That seems reasonable. Because I have a lot, or you know, around from when I was pregnant with just one baby. But being pregnant with more than one is very different. And what I found is there's not a ton of them okay. to choose from. How, like, there's like I found like 12? five. Oh, that's it? Maybe six that I thought would be applicable. A lot of them, there were a lot more, I think, about like having newborn twins. Which I'm oh. not, I don't want to read that yet. I see. Okay. I, I would want to read that in like month eight, but I don't want to read it in month two. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and so as I was reading through all my options, I also read the reviews. And some of the reviews were, if you want to read a book about all the horrible, terrible, scary things that could happen with, when you're pregnant with multiples, pick this one. And I was thinking, no, but I already have my own brain for all of that. I don't need a book <laughs> to encourage me to worry about more things. That's true, but it really seems like that stuff you would put in those books, doesn't it? Like, But there's a way to... I got the impression uh, that some do it watch out for this or this could happen and okay. others are like this is going to happen yeah 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 okay and more like of the horror stories okay so i was reading a lot of the reviews and then i found my favorite reviews uh happens to be about and this is a book i ordered i haven't read any of it yet because it doesn't start till week eight this is the one you sent me yeah it's called the baby bump twins and triplets edition hundreds of secrets for those nine long months with multiples on board apparently i should say for those seven long months because doesn't yours doesn't start till <laughs> week eight or something right yeah <laughs> So then we get to the reviews. Can I tell you, I was really confused by this because we didn't talk about it. You tried to convey it through text. I said, read the reviews of this. I know, which didn't make a lot of sense to me. I thought maybe you were trying to get me to knit things. (laughs) Yeah, because here's the first review. I had to write because I disagree with the negative review. I first saw this book at the library and decided to purchase it for myself because it offers just what the title suggests, a way to step up your knitting to the next level. (laughs) And then I was like, so then I thought, well, maybe they want you to knit stuff because you're having two babies. That's what I thought. And then the next review gives, like, 25 things that they liked learning about knitting in this book. Yeah. Clear instructions on techniques and patterns (laughs) include. And then it just keeps going. I brought this book because it seems like good stepping stone from a beginner. (laughs) The reason the rating is so little picture is so small. See, this doesn't even talk about knitting, but you know what they're referring to it. If you're you're brand new to knitting, maybe not a bad book. (laughs) So what we didn't talk about, what obviously happened, was these are not the correct reviews for this book. Right? But I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was all about, like, they wanted you to knit things for your child. Yeah, me too. That's why I didn't think it was so funny. I was like, why does Amy think this is funny? I thought it was a knitting well, book for, for a babies. For a second, I was like, well, okay, I guess I could learn to knit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. I didn't want to learn to knit. You tried <laughs> to cheer and you fooled me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I do wonder what books they're talking about. Yeah, so now there's a book out there, uh, Knitting, that probably has the reviews for the baby bump. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> We should find that knitting book and be like, great, because when you have twins and triplets, you need... Yeah, and so I just blindly bought this book because it looked more um, it looked more fun based on the cover alone. It's and it's from, it's from the website The Bump, which some people might know or be familiar with. Yeah. So hundreds of secrets to surviving those nine long months with multiples on board. Do you think they're actually secrets? Do you think you'll know pretty much all of them? I have no idea. But I can't start reading it yet because it says, oh, we start with week eight. Yeah, so you read like you read like the first chapter or so? I tried to. I didn't. Oh, well, when you were getting, you were starting to get into it, and I was looking over your shoulder, and I was reading pretty much the exact same your part of the time that you read it. It said, we don't start, well, that's why we start at re- week eight for this book. And then you closed it in frustration. I was like, I just read that part too. <laughs> yeah, because it said, most women don't know they're having multiples until later in their pregnancy. And so, blah, so, blah, 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 blah. So that is actually pretty, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, we should write a book about this. It'd be pretty easy for me. It'd be difficult and annoying for you. 
I just have to write Bob Ross a bunch of times. You have to actually describe what was happening during your body and everything. Well, what do you mean this? IVF or? Yes. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Think about that. Because this podcast isn't really giving us any money. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing it for money. <laughs> you keep making Although, dollar signs everywhere. Although, if we could figure out how to do it for money, that'd be nice. Mm. Yeah. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> for now, let's just talk about cats. Okay. Uh, so I did get, um, so one of the people that said, welcome to the club, uh, I did text her and ask her, was there a book you really liked? And so she recommended a book, and so I, I got that one. Um, it's by Dr. Luke. If any of you out there uh, have been pregnant with multiples, I think that's the only reason you'd read this book. Uh, when you're expecting twins, triplets, or quads, proven guidelines for a healthy multiple pregnancy, third edition. We'll get to this book in my feelings so far later. Okay. Um, uh, but I will say this is that Dr. Luke is a lady. You didn't expect How her to be? How confusing is that? Oh, she is a, yeah, I see. Because it's a man name. Masculine so think, female name. Yep. I guess, yeah. Yeah, pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. I had this in my maybe list until it was confirmed by my friend that she liked it. And then I was like, oh, then for sure I'll get it. Look, we can follow Dr. Luke or Tabara Eberlein. That definitely says Tamara. I like to say her name is Tabara. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> There's a B in there probably. It's a fan of B. So as my first official book review, I will review my favorite book from General Pregnancy. Sure. Nothing specific to multiples. Okay. And it was my favorite book when I was pregnant with Persephone. And I have... Somebody lent it to me. I have given it to others... Because I think it's fun. It's called The Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy. I think I read some of that. Because it's funny. That's why you would rather make me read it. Yeah, sure. Um, It's a book that tells you the things that, like, your doctor's not going to tell you. Like, hey, you're going to get nosebleeds. (laughs) Or bring extra socks with you to the hospital because you bleed a whole lot from your vagina when you're in labor. Like, that's the kind of stuff you don't really learn about until you're in labor yourself. Yeah. Because it's It's not good stuff to know. It's practical advice. Practical. It's also not glamorous. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. It's kind of what this podcast is. It's practical advice. Well, I was thinking we could write a, a book called Girlfriend's Guide to IVF. Do you think we would get sued for using the term Girlfriend's Guide? Yeah, I don't know. Is it trademarked? <laughs> something like that. Sure. The Boyfriend's Guide. No, that no. wouldn't work out. Um, all right. So anyway, if you are out there in search of... A fun pregnancy book. I would recommend The Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy. If you want fun I don't remember who it's written by, but I think it's easy to find if you just search by that title. Okay, cool. Well, maybe in the future I'll read a book, and then I can tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> Since there you have a book segment. I saw there are some books about um, being a dad of twins. But see, it's nothing about pregnancy. It's about being after. Oh, I just meant a general book. I didn't mean a pregnancy book. Oh, or something. no. But you're doing a book review. I want to help. But not read the books. But not read about <laughs> pregnancy. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we're going to have a little. Um, we didn't. Chris and I didn't talk about this, but we're gonna for a few minutes talk about adoption. Oh. Give a little shout out to adoption. But I didn't make you an adoption song. I don't know that there is one. Oh, we could find one. That's not like a children's song. That would be harder. They could have a children's song. They definitely have a children's song. Uh, and I wanted to bring this up because it happened in our friend family just this week. Congratulations on new baby. Friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also, uh, and I'm not saying that any every infertile person, their next step is they're going to adopt. I'm not saying that. Or that they should or whatever. Because it's not always the right for everybody. Sure. But I did want to... This sounded way better in my brain when I was thinking about this. Okay. Is I th- think a lot of people who do adopt have gone through infertility. Yeah, of course. Some choose to adopt just because they want to. And not, not necessarily, this is the only way we have left to get a baby. I think that's, the, mi- I think that's the minority, though. I think so, too. And uh, adoption's really awesome. We have a niece and a nephew that we love very much yeah. um, because of adoption. So thank you out there to birth mothers and fathers who are able to place their children for adoption, because I can't even imagine it. But yeah. I've seen the joy um, that it brings to our friends and family and to us because of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just want to give a little shout out. Well, let's talk a little bit about what, I mean, we were, I mean, if this doesn't work, which I'm hopeful it will because you are pregnant, <laughs> but we had talked a little bit about it. Like, that's one of the reasons we did this program, this insurance program. Mm. If we take our six shots and it doesn't work, at least we have some money for adoption, right? Yeah, we did say that. So that's a thing. I mean, well, and I always used to say that I wanted to adopt an older child out of foster care someday, which isn't a th- necessarily a thing I don't want to do anymore. Okay. Yeah. I think older children are least likely to be adopted. Yeah. Um, 
just a little shout out to the host home program <laughs> uh, where I work uh, a youth homeless shelter we have a couple programs GLBT host home program Minneapolis host home program and suburban host home program those are hard to say yeah basically what it is is you open your house to a young person for mm-hmm. an, a, a, a teenager who's having you know they're, they're not in the most comfortable place in life um, and it's for up to like 18 months or something like that you get lots of support from the host home managers and the program manager and the and some of the people correct me if I'm wrong some of them were kicked out of their house yeah. just because of who they are right? Yeah, right? of course especially yeah. in the GLBT host home program I mean yeah. you're not you don't feel welcome in your house so I mean look up those programs just look up host home programs avenues if you really want to <laughs> um, but they always need people there basically there's no end in sight as far as the homeless youth <laughs> there's so many every year every night so and, and Chris and I we talked about this, yeah we um, did. but that was before Persephone got sick and right that's kind of a and honestly I mean showing my it's harder when you have a small child at home to do a host home thingy Mm -hmm. because while you might be confident in your possessions or you know somebody messing with your possessions or with your house or whatever and that doesn't mean as much when you have a small child and i'm not saying this happens i don't i've never even heard of it happening but it could and you don't if you don't trust somebody it's a thing you worry about because you're an irrational parent and i'm sure that they talk about it during this training for the host home programs Mm. but it's yeah it's one of those things that's difficult so that's it <laughs> i got a plug-in for work you did <laughs> anyway again congrats again to oh yeah our friends yeah that one of my oldest friends yeah known him since i was five baby number two for them mm-hmm. through adoption yeah really cool which is awesome all right what do we now got now we're gonna move on to really other really fun topics oh it's sad day <laughs> all right someday See, that just makes me want to continue the song later because that's a good song too. I've already made a claim to what you're saying. I know, I know, I know. All right, why do we play Kermit's song? (laughs) Okay, when you're in the grieving uh, parent, grieving mother world like we are now. Yay, stupid world. Yeah, there's new terms that come up a lot and uh, most of them I don't agree with or agree with using for myself. Persephone is not my angel. Uh... I don't have that belief, and even if I did have that belief, that's not how angels work, people. Anyway. No, it says it in Genesis 5, no, 15. No. When a human dies, they transform into an angel. It's not at all what the Bible even says. Oh, you really? I thought it might anyway, have. Oh. I don't mean to be offended. I don't want to offend anybody who, ty- who finds great comfort in those kinds of thoughts. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, Persephone doesn't have an angel-versary. No. I don't want to celebrate losing my but the best part of my life, really. She has a, a day that it happened. Yeah. But it's not a day she became an angel. Right. That's what I'm saying. I got you. Okay. Another term out there is rainbow baby. Okay. I don't know and what that is. So, I, so this is a term where, and I think it's used a lot for, especially um, women who've experienced miscarriage. But in my uh, world, it's also used by people who have children who have died and then their next child becomes their rainbow baby because out of the storm oh no 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 there becomes a rainbow no 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 and i just wanted to be clear for everybody and i'll put this on my personal blog later when i am ready to update that with this news but i haven't talked on that for a long time because we're talking here but anyway uh this is these are not rainbow babies okay they we're not having them because of the hardship we went through yeah. We wanted more babies. We had to do this no matter what. Yeah. To get them. This isn't the joy out of tragedy. No. <laughs> it's not. Um, for me, and I'm going to speak from a personal, I, I think people should believe what they want to believe. Yeah. And I don't fault people for that. Right. I don't also go up to people and say, I don't believe in a God. I don't tell them that. Because that's my business so when people say stuff like, you are very blessed, I find a hard time with yeah. that because, or this is God answering your prayers. Yeah. I have a really hard time for that because I don't think a God would take my life away and then decide, oh, this you take this instead. You know, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, we did have some comments from very well-meaning people yeah. that were similar to that. Like, oh, God answers prayer and things like that. And what it does when we hear words like that is it reminds us that this God you love so much 
took away our daughter and didn't listen to anybody's prayers then. Yeah. And it just brings up bad feelings and anger. It's, it's and tough. It's, it's tough. very difficult for us. So while I understand people want to be supportive, and I don't want to, that's the thing, is it's a fine line between you don't want to drive people off to be like, well, I can't say anything to these people, or I, don't, I can't be supportive of these people. I'm not religious. Even if I was religious before, I don't think I could be now. And I'm sorry if that makes people feel bad for me, And but that's fine. You know, that's my choice based on the fact that life sucks now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think it's okay that we tell people, because people have told us throughout this whole uh, grief life we live now, is that they're learning a lot from us mm-hmm. about how to talk to people who okay. lost uh, that's children valid. or lost That's valid. And so oh. this is another teaching moment of saying things like that is not helpful to everybody. Right. And the easiest way for me to tell is if they kind of bring it up first. You know what I mean? So if I'm talking to somebody who's mm-hmm. lost their child, because it comes up a lot, you know, I'll, I'll just, <laughs> it's a kind of, it's a sidestep, but I was in a comic book store recently mm. and I was listening to a guy talk about how he lost his father. And the guy was like, are you all right? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, you know what? No, I'm not all right. And I kind of stuck my nose and I was like, that's a good answer. And you can say that, you know, I lost, my daughter died and I'm not all right either. And it's okay to say, oh, you're right. Because when people say, how are you? I don't say good. Mm-hmm. I say, I'm okay because that's probably the best I'm ever going to get. Yeah. And some days I'm not okay. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> it was, oh, they bring it up first. So some people will say, you know, they're in heaven now or something like that. My child's in heaven now. In which case, I just, that's their place. I don't need to be like, I don't need to be a new atheist. A new oh, atheist would no, be like, yeah, oh, yeah, all right, you're stupid. You're cause, but no. you could all, at that point, if you're religious, you could very easily chime in and be like, yes, and I'm sure God has a plan or whatever else, yes, you believe. Um, but for me, or just a stranger, it might not help, you know? Yeah. So. Like, for me, also, just talking about this, um, and I'm sorry to my close grieving mom friends who I've met online uh, through this horrible shared thing we have in common, but signs... Oh, yeah. Talking about them make me want to cry, but the idea that Persephone is somewhere sending me feathers or making me notice the time or laying hearts on the ground in front of me, like, that makes me so hurt that she's somewhere far away but still able to do those things but she can't be with me like that is not helpful to me it makes me hurt more yeah. at just the idea of that and so it's not not everything works for everybody but we just had some bad stuff feelings come up with um, just the way people were talking about about stuff and we know you mean well yeah no it happened at work a few times too I mean it just happens yeah because um, let's be honest like it's like 80% or something 78% of the world is religious in some way mm-hmm. So the majority will be will react positively to somebody saying, "Oh, God blessing you." It's just when they're not, <laughs> when you're like us, you're difficult people. Um, it hurts a lot. It does because yeah. I just want to be like, no, no, I don't know. I think I responded to somebody on Facebook. I, I one day I just was like, "Here's what's wrong with all of this." Because <laughs> I try to keep it in, but sometimes it, it's annoying. So. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad if you have your your beliefs and they sure. help you, that's great. It just it doesn't help us. So yeah, yeah. Uh, th- that's why this podcast is called Expensive Science Baby. Because <laughs> science got religious us religious baby. <laughs> but, but God made us go to science. Stop! You're getting people very upset now. I am. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but again, I just want to remind everybody: like this is not a rainbow. These aren't rainbow babies. That's and if it's a term you use or have used, that's great. Whatever gives you comfort, but just please don't call uh, these babies rainbow babies. That's all I ask <laughs> of people. I can see that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Should we sounded like mean, like no, bitchy, bitchy people. not really. I'm just, just trying to share how, Yeah. I don't know, because it's a very different experience going through it when you don't believe in a deity and when you do believe in a deity. Cause, and that's what I've noticed from going to that support group every now and then. Is yeah. They're the people who are very much religious, and yeah. they know that God is looking after their kid. Well, and here's the thing, is I used to be very religious. Yeah. I think I was very religious for longer than you were. Yeah. And when this was all happening, when, when she had just was sick and in the hospital and then died, I remember thinking, and, and at this time I was a, a, no longer a believer, and I remember thinking, if I were religious and this was all happening, I would no longer be religious as of this moment. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. It's, I just wouldn't. It's easy There's to get around it. And right? so I, I don't I, I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it that, that people 
I do. I mean, if I mean all about Personally, I just religion is all about faith and testing and all this blah blah blah. So I understand that. But anyways, let's get off this and talk about the twins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Sorry, everybody. I hope you don't hate us and we'll still listen. Yeah, I mean, some people will, and that's fine. I understand that, but whatever. Anyways, um, I see a note here about twins. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> as I was writing emails and uh, this week, because Chris and I, um, through our very, very busyness at work and our hard, hard work, sometimes we'll text each other on the Google chat. On the Google chat. <laughs> and... Um, and I realized at that moment that I now need to be specific if I'm talking about the baseball twins. Yeah. Or these babies. <laughs> Especially, I mean, th- our, our season tickets are almost over. This is yeah. the one and only time we will have season tickets and really good season tickets, too. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the seats that we get, you need full game packages to get, and we're just never going to be able to afford that again. No. So um, so hopefully we won't be talking about the twins as much in the future. But <laughs> I'm sure we will, because I, mean, I was sending an email to my dad even at work talking about, because we were going to go to the game on Friday, and we didn't go to the game on Friday, but... And I put in the subject line twins, and then I was like, oh, wait. Wait a minute. This might this means something different now. I need to put Minnesota twins. Yes, it helps. <laughs> it does help, because otherwise it gets very weird. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool to discover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, now we're going to go to this other new segment that we introduced last week. <laughs> we got so many segments, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> That's all. That's a good song, too. I would play that normally if you weren't here. <laughs> if you weren't here, though, I wouldn't be doing a podcast. That'd be weird. <laughs> that, that's probably true. How does it feel, Amy? So this is going to be our weekly check-in with Amy of how she's feeling, but I just I want to put another disclaimer out there. Because I have... Um, how, do I, how do I put this? When you're trying to get pregnant and you can't, and you see women on the Facebook who you know who are bitching about their pregnancy... <laughs> You get real mad at them. But this has been you've been like, this has been years. Right. Yeah. You get really, really mad at them. Yeah. And I understand that it can be uncomfortable, but I don't want to hear you talk about it every single freaking day. Because you're pregnant and I'm not. Like it sucks yeah. if you're in that situation. So this disclaimer is I'm just gonna share with you my current feelings. I'm not complaining. No. Just sharing. You should be happy. I'm very happy. I mean, kind of. You asked for this. Right. No. I just wish I would throw up. Oh. Is all. That's the only complaint. Sure. Happy with morning sickness. I don't mind the nausea. I mean, it's a little extreme. But let's just throw up already. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> so it's the holding pattern that's annoying. When yes. You, you kind of have to throw up, but not really. But Again, I'm happy to have these feelings. Mm-hmm. I just I want to throw that out there. Um, okay. So how do I feel? Yeah. I have lots and lots of nausea. Just... Has it always been the same ever since, or has it changed? I will say or? that um, it was more severe at week five and six than it has been so far at week seven. We're not week seven, everybody. Still on the first trimester. Yep, week Still seven. Still super, super, super early. Day like three or something, right? Yeah, seven plus three is how they call it. Oh. <laughs> uh, and we're still in the highest danger zone of miscarriage. When does that end? It drops off drastically after eight. Really? And then it drops off even more drastically after 12. So you have an eight-week ultrasound or nine-week ultrasound? Eight-plus-something ultrasound. So if everything's okay then, will you relax a little bit? I don't know. Or for only 36 we'll hours? There. You're skipping ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I had nausea real real bad. Uh, I would wake up shaky and wanting to throw up and having a hard time eating breakfast. And people at work would see me and go get me a Coke because they like that and knew I was struggling. Even though I'm trying not to drink caffeine, but my goodness, does Coke help? Um, and then the, uh, after my last ultrasound, they also did blood work. And, and the doctor told us, remember at the ultrasound, that because there's two placentas in there, that I'm probably making even more of my own hormones, and I could probably take less of the medication. Right. So they called and said, I don't have to do the estrogen patches anymore. So yep. that's good. We don't have to fight with the insurance company about name brand, what have you. Right. I'm off those. And now I'm only on one progesterone suppository a day. Only one at night. Which is 50% less than before. Yes. So I th- so my uneducated, uh, I put on my lady doctor Amy hat, <laughs> uh, having no medical training whatsoever. So I'm thinking that, because progesterone is one of the things that contributes to having the symptom of nausea. Okay? Sure. And so I was putting in 200, gram, 200 milligrams of progesterone a day, suppository-wise. Plus, there were two baby placentas making more progesterone in my body. 
So that, would, that was causing a lot of nausea. And then I dropped to just putting 100 milligrams of progesterone in my body. So perhaps that's why my nausea has gotten a little bit less. It could be, sure. But of course, as any newly pregnant lady <sighs> will tell you, the second you don't feel a pregnancy symptom, you assume you've had a miscarriage. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. So that hasn't been very much fun. At what age or what time do you think like you transition from, oh, no, 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 I might be pregnant to, oh, no, no, or I mean, oh, yay, oh, yay, oh, yay, I might be pregnant. <laughs> well, I suppose if, if a girl were to have been sexually active before she was married, if, because I would have no idea of this. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be um, until they are married or or forever partnered with a person okay so let me rephrase my question because i know you don't speak for all women in the world at what age did it come from oh no 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 i might be pregnant too oh yay oh yay i might be pregnant for you <laughs> was it until we were married and you were looking forward to having kids or was yeah. it before that where somebody's no. dreaming you're like oh i hope i'm pregnant i wanted and to I trap him forever <laughs> i wanted to look super hot in my wedding dress first okay you did look super hot in your wedding dress by the way thanks yeah, that's the picture I show people when they're like, can I see your wife? I'm like, hell yeah, here you go. You yeah. don't have a picture. Yeah. You show people of me and my wife. Oh, definitely. No, you don't. <laughs> For sure you don't. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the internet does, but you don't. Oh, what do you mean I don't? <laughs> you don't have that. It's a wedding picture. You don't think I have that? Yeah, in your wallet with all your other pictures you carry no. in your wallet. On oh, my phone, nerd. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not freaking 90. I have phone pictures now. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have nausea. It's a little bit less. Um, Friday, I was feeling so and what I do is I gag I don't throw up but I run to the bathroom thinking I'm going to throw up and I just gag a little in the toilet okay I gag brushing my teeth I'll gag if the smells are bad like right now I really want to gag but I'm trying not to why is it me no I don't know what it is I think I had too much water or <laughs> too much fuck? salt is I don't it know. the kitty <laughs> uh, I took a shower on Friday <laughs> Coming home from work, it was really bad. I thought I was going to have to grab a towel and vomit into the towel, but I didn't. So then I went to the bathroom, and I uh, used my former life skills, and I made myself throw up. <laughs> Which is not something we recommend. No, but it was one try. So like, it was I, right there. It was right there, yeah. and it, it was wonderful. Do you think normally you would be um, throwing up all this time, but you have really good muscles of not throwing up because you practice on throwing up? I have no idea. It's just a theory I'm going to throw out there. And... With Persephone, I did throw up a couple times, but not till week 14. Right, but there's two, so there's well, more of everything. Is, I wouldn't be surprised, like, and that's what I keep thinking, is I'm going to, it's going to, the throw-ups are going to come next week or the week after. Okay. Uh, I'm still pretty tired. I get up now three times a night to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how I'm feeling. Okay. Uh, I'm also feeling very, very nervous. Yeah, obviously. About the lack of symptoms or... Yeah... I, I actually dreamt last night I had spotting. Uh, so any spotting? No, none. Nothing. Which is weird, kind of. It's so weird. Because you had a lot of Persephone. Tons and of it. the doctor even said it's normal right and now. It's very normal with twins. Nothing. Which is probably another thing that's freaking you out. Yes. <laughs> is there anything that's not freaking you out about this so far? No, I've even, I'm even losing weight. Yeah, that's the other thing that's, I'm sure. Is, but it's so early, Amy. It's so well, early. Well, it's like two pounds. Right. And it's common for women to lose weight in their first trimester, but it, usually the ones who are throwing up all the time and unable to eat. I'm able to eat. Well, hang on. So you're telling me you always weigh the same thing? I don't... I've never weighed myself okay. so much since high school <laughs> okay. as I have lately. Because I fluctuate from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, depending if I'm eating or running oh, or anything. I've only I weighed myself in the morning. up to seven pounds per day. Oh, sure. That's common. But I've just been weighing myself in the morning bef after I go to the bathroom before I take a shower. Right. So it's like consistent. Oh, I see. Because I had to, I had to with my um, ovary n nonsense. Yeah, that nonsensical <laughs> ovary. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've lost two pounds since that started. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we're start eating more calories. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So that's how I'm feeling. But I will also. I want to talk about the book, the Dr. Laura book, Luke. Luke. Dr. Laura. Female. <laughs> She's an awful lady. <laughs> Dr. Luke book. Uh, I read through a lot of it the first night we got it okay and i found some interesting things in it and some things that freaked me out so the first thing that freaked me out is there's a whole chapter on weight gain goals 
Weight gain goals. <laughs> Usually you have weight loss goals. <laughs> get down, cat. Battle cat just got in trouble. She's put her claws on my I flesh. Know. It doesn't feel good. And then she yells at me. So this doctor, the gist of my skimming kind of, is that she has a practice, I think, in California, um, who's, that specializes in multiple pre birth pregnancies. And her goal is to get women to um, full term of 40 weeks because then they'll have bigger, more healthy babies. Okay. And one of her... Um, Wait, 40 weeks? That's full term. Ten, isn't that 10 months? Yeah. Isn't that four, nine months was full term? No. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's always been nine months. There's even a movie called Nine Months. Isn't there a movie called Nine and a Half Weeks? There's also a movie called Nine Months. Is there? Yeah. It's about a pregnancy. Oh, is that what the Arnold movie is called, Nine Months? I don't know. But 10 months has never it's, been a thing. It's 40 weeks. It's are you, 10 months. Are you a whale? No. Are you a bear? So, <laughs> the girl, I believe the girlfriend's guide to pregnancy starts that way. <laughs> like, welcome to your 10 months. And they're like, ha ha, it's not nine months like everybody says. Really? Yes, 40 weeks. Um, I, I love you and I trust you. But I'm going to look it up. 37 to 42 weeks. See, it even gives like a timeline. Well, they say a baby is healthy and could be born healthily after 37. It doesn't matter. 30, 37 itself is about nine months. So the minimum it's nine months. So, all right. 40 weeks. Yeah, I guess you're right. Now, why am I talking about 40 weeks so much? Oh, uh, so the weight gain goals. I'm supposed to gain 20 pounds by 20 weeks. I'm at week seven. I've lost two pounds. <laughs> so I've already disappointed this Dr. Luke lady. And... And then I'm supposed to gain like 40 to 60 pounds total by the end. It's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot and of I'm not, I'm not at all nervous about losing it after. Like, I don't care. I'll gain as much weight as I need to for these babies. That's not my issue. My issue is, can I do that? <laughs> so I, mean, I gained, I think I gained 40 to 45 with Persephone. That should be easy. But I was underweight when I was pre got pregnant. Yeah. And so even this book talked about, if you're underweight when you get pregnant, the first 10 to 15 pounds you're putting on is for you. It's not for the baby. <laughs> To get healthy. Yeah, it even says giving. I found giving birth before your due date. Do all forty weeks matter? Wow. Well, I got to tell you, society has lied to me. It's always been nine months. You're not even listening to me. I am. I'm listening to you. Okay. Wait, is nine months about forty weeks? I bet it is. It's thirty-six. No, but there's also those extra days. Days. That's what I mean. But even nine, even nine months that has an extra day is just nine extra days. It's not four extra weeks. That's one and a half extra weeks. It's still, whatever. I am talking about other things besides the forty weeks business. But th this is the thing that blows me the way away the most because I've always been told What blows me away is months. we had a child. I was pregnant before. Yeah. How and did you not know it was forty weeks? Are you serious? I don't think we knew until week like eight. <laughs> no, I knew at four weeks pregnant. Okay, so there's four weeks gone by that I didn't know. <laughs> and you want me to keep an exact calculator? And she was early. She was two weeks then, early, but. Yeah. I'm just surprised you never heard the term 40 weeks until now. Clearly, you didn't read any of the books then either. <laughs> uh, everything, even the reviews for that book said nine months, nine months, nine months. Everything says nine months. Everything says nine oh, months. Oh, that other one today, yeah. Society says nine months. I'm not wrong for society telling me nine I'm months. I'm just surprised this is the first time you're, like, hearing about I it. I guarantee 99.5% of all males out there, nine months is what they know. They don't know 40 weeks. They know nine months. Yeah, but for males out there who have had a spouse or a partner who's had a baby still and they've been there. Still nine months. Still nine months. They guaranteed. probably have a better idea of 40 weeks. No, 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 no. Still <laughs> nine months. Guaranteed. How I know? Because I am one of those people. <laughs> yeah, but... And you don't remember timelines. You just know that your wife has always been bitching about something. <laughs> I'm fat. I'm not fat enough. I'm hungry. I'm tired. So I'm growing children. <laughs> let's get back to this book and the, what the lady said about the weight gain. Okay. Uh, if we can... Okay. I'll try to wrap my hand around not oh. nine months. So 40 to 60 pounds. That's, that's a lot. Gain. Yeah. And I'm supposed to eat 3,000 3, calories a day. That's a lot too. That's a lot of calorie. Like I don't know that I can eat that much. Period. You can. I face it. Healthy wise. <laughs> Healthy yes, wise, I could no. go get a bunch of McDonald's. You know, and have just it all day long. That'd it shakes be easy. constantly. <laughs> but, but she did say some cool things. Like, if you want to have ice cream every night, have ice cream every night. Because it's dairy. <laughs> <laughs> it's also sugar. Sugar's not good for you. So I've had me some ice cream. Yeah, I know. I bought some today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I usually prefer chocolate ice cream. But I wanted, I've been craving vanilla ice cream since I read that in the book. But not van vanilla bean. I'm not as picky about that as you are. I just want vanilla. Well, I just saw there was, when I bought the ice cream today, there was vanilla and vanilla bean. And I remember the vanilla bean being really good. 
What one did you buy? Vanilla, because that's all you asked for. I didn't know okay. if you'd be like, no, not vanilla bean. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, so that's that part that freaked me out. Okay. And like I said, I've already disappointed her because I've lost two pounds. <laughs> Don't worry, Dr. Luke will get, you'll, <laughs> you'll get yours. And then the other thing that freaked me out is just, and it makes sense, but my uterus, of course, has to get bigger. There's two babies in there. Right. And so my uterus will be six to eight weeks larger than a woman who's having only one baby if we're the same amount of weeks pregnant. So if there's a baby, there's a woman who's eight weeks pregnant with a singleton, you are, wait, say yeah. that again. You are going to be... My uterus will be... 12 weeks. If she's six, six weeks? Eight weeks. She's eight weeks, mine will be 14 weeks. So it's six weeks more. Six, six to eight, it said, but I'm going on the six. So at the full 40 weeks, will you be at 46 weeks? I don't know. Which will make you blow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right now I'm at seven. And so apparently my uterus is about the size of six weeks further out. So 13 weeks about. Yeah. Although when I read that stat, I believe it, but I'm not sure if it, it might not start kicking in until week six or seven or something. That's what I was thinking. It probably kicks in a little bit, like yeah. not right away. I don't know. Because it's got to be able to, I don't know. Okay. So, I mean, basically, and, and that makes total sense to me, but like when you think about it later, like at 12 weeks, I'm going to look more like I'm 18 weeks pregnant. Right. And when I'm at 20 weeks, I'm going to look even further. Yeah. And so people are probably going to think I'm ready, that the baby's ready to come when I'm 30 weeks along and I, they, they're not ready. Because that's 36 weeks, which would you look like? Right. But no, you still got a long time. <laughs> yeah, I also did some looking at pictures of like um, images of a, the, like a lady cut in half when she's pregnant. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, Saw. Saw 4. I think I saw the movie, the horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows her from the, the sideways, view, sideways view of what it looks like right. when she's got two babies in there, and it kind of freaked me out. It looks freaky. Yeah. It does. I don't know why it do looks... Why, why does it look weird that when there's two, but not so weird when there's one? I don't know. It does look really weird. I'll try to find an image and put it up on our face, Facebook page as well. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It, single one looks, looks weird, but okay. Two just looks wrong. <laughs> Can you imagine if there's like three or four? Oh, good lord. All right. Um, Sorry, you were mean to me. And what's up next for us is um, I don't have my next ultrasound until September. I had to change it to Monday so that we could talk about it on the podcast. But, That's all right. Um, they couldn't. Okay, and, so, and yeah. we're not. I don't. I shouldn't go to this one, or I should. Uh, you don't have to. It's completely what up to you. What do you want, though? Or you don't care? I have zero care. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I want you to go if you want to be there, but... No, I understand. If you don't care, I'll make a decision that day. Okay. It's not... Yeah, it's not a super important one or something. Well, unless they're like... What confused... If oh, yeah. If one bad things growing. happen, I want to be there, so... And then maybe you should go. That's what I was thinking. At least to this one. That's a good point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this will be the last one, hopefully, with this doctor. Which is an OB. He's an OB. Now he's an OB. He's transformed. He has I just transformed. like to think it's cool that he transformed yeah. into an OB. Okay. I will say, I also made um, an appointment for what they call intake at my regular OB clinic. I think it's for like a week later. Okay. And I, I just talked to the scheduler on the phone. And so, and she said, <laughs> oh, this is my story. I should remember to tell you this. Uh, so she said, I called and said I had to make an intake appointment because I'm pregnant. And she said, okay, great. When was the first day of your last menstrual period? And I went, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I've been working with the fertility clinic. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking to myself, was it, was that June? Was that <laughs> Would it help? Does it help you if I just tell you what day implantation was? <laughs> so that's what I said. I said, so I could tell you the day I got pregnant. And so I told her July 29th. And she said, oh, so you're about four weeks. And I said, no, six weeks. Because she was thinking that was, she was all messed up. Because she used a calculator or a calendar and said, oh, that's four weeks ago. That makes sense. No. She didn't add the extra two magical no, mystery pregnancy No, that's exactly where they add the two weeks is at a clinic. She was just getting it backwards. <laughs> and then my favorite thing was I was like, because they're going to do the same tests and stuff that I've had done, which is fine, to confirm pregnancy. Great. But I did tell her, I was like, uh, so I don't know if you want to know this, but I already know it's twins. And like she didn't really say anything. <laughs> so 
she was seat. probably thinking, oh, we got one of these. She probably like put a, <laughs> a yo-yo over her belly and it went both ways, so it's twins. No, I'm pretty sure that my my doctor would get it and would be like completely understanding. Sure. Just like when I had that surgery and everybody was like, you don't know what medicines you're taking? And I'm like, no. They just give me a drug and I take it. <laughs> and the doctor was like, yeah, that's what you do when you go to a place like that. Anyway, so it'll be fine. I just thought that was funny that... I have no idea those how to answer those questions yeah. in, re- in regular pregnancy land. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, I think that's all I have for today. That's all we got, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. You did most of the work here. I just had to sit here and respond. So <laughs> um, th- That's it for us for the week. Uh, if you got any advice or suggestions or tips or anything, send us an email, uh, expensivesciencebaby at gmail.com. Uh, if you got a preteen out there or just like a eight or nine or ten year old you want to see a good movie go see Yoga Hosers we had a good oh, time we did have a good time we had a good time seeing it. it's Kevin Smith's movie but it's definitely made for uh, preteen kid girls in, in, yeah. in particular which yeah. is kind of neat so. it definitely passes the rectal test yeah <laughs> yeah there's only guys in there a little bit so yeah yeah, yeah. okay other than that have a good week uh, enjoy the fading summer and we'll be back next Monday alright see ya bye okay, now here's the-